Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week, we're discussing What If, Episode 3, What If the World Lost Its Mightiest Heroes. So let's get into it with the recap. Over the course of a week, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents are being framed for murdering potential Avengers. Natasha Romanoff injects Tony Stark with an unexpectedly fatal dose of lithium dioxide, and Clint Barton kills Thor accidentally before dying in turn. Nick Fury informs Romanoff that Bruce Banner is the next target. Natasha meets with Dr. Betty Ross to analyze the lithium dioxide, and she deduces that nanotech was involved. Natasha finds Banner hiding in a closet. Betsy's father, General Ross, confronts Romanoff and Banner, who is mysteriously provoked into becoming the Hulk, and explodes. Thor's brother Loki confronts Fury about Thor's death, but Fury proposes an alliance to find Thor's killer. Romanoff is captured and murdered while researching the Avengers' killer. Fury realizes that Hope is the daughter of Hank Pym, who had a falling out with S.H.I.E.L.D. due to Hope's death in the line of duty as an agent, and had been using his shrinking technology to kill the Avengers. Loki and Fury team up to defeat Pym, who is taken into Asgardian custody. Loki then decides to stay on Earth and become its ruler. Elsewhere, Fury finds Steve Rogers frozen in ice and greets Carol Danvers. This was a weird episode. Yeah, I mean, I felt like it was too short of an episode to get everything that they wanted to get done, done. And so it felt rushed and a little convoluted at times. I see what they were doing. They tried to make that like Fury's week. So you were right. You're right. This episode was about Fury's craziest week ever, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I think a lot of people forget how much happened in a week. Yeah, a lot happened in a week. And I think as a result, we, the audience, had a little bit to suffer because a lot, I mean, we're talking about three three or four films worth of material being shoved into a 33-minute episode. And I feel like that's that's the, and you're making it a whodunit. It was a bit of a whodunit, for sure. Yeah. So it's like, who did this? Who's responsible? Who's killing off Avengers before they become Avengers? Like, all right, first it's just Tony, of course. You know, nobody likes Tony, so a lot of people could have killed him. I mean, I'm, in, I'm sure ex-girlfriends could have killed him. You know, so it's like, whatever. Like, we, we don't know what happened, but we know somebody did something with a syringe. Something happened with that. It looked too much like Natasha was responsible. So what's going on? Okay, so, and, and the, the surprise being, it was, it was a very unstable Hank Pym. Okay, I get it. It's there. It just there was a I feel like that that the whole episode needs to be like twice the size. So I, we're not like rushing through all of this stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, it felt like we were rushing just from one day to the next. But I mean, eh, I, I honestly, I think all of these episodes so far could have benefited from like an extra 10 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. This one specifically, though. Well, this is yeah, this is this is literally touching on three different movies. Yeah, it really is like. There's a lot going on here and a lot of material. And I felt like it where the other ones could have benefited from an extra 10, 15 minutes. Like this one needed those extra 15 minutes. That's that's my vote on this, because to be like to do it all from Fury's perspective is brilliant. But like we need the extra material to like kind of soften where everything's going. So we have some time to like get there. Like, I want to spend more time with, with, with Betty. I want to spend more time, like, watching to see what happened there. And just some of the way these characters go is so quick. I mean, like, Thor, he's, like, dead in an instant. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Thor Odinson. Your one weakness. Arrows. 
errors. Well, I mean, like he is mortal at this stage of the game. That's the whole point. Like he's not. If you're ever gonna take down Thor, this is the, this is the way to do it. Which is why I mean, there's there's a lot of theories and a lot of conversations about like who's really responsible for this, and that's where this becomes interesting again. It's like it's not just Hank Pym being angry at the world and for what happened to his daughter. You know, the Nexus event is that Fury hired Hope. Okay, that's fine. But maybe the individual responsible for that was a very mischievous Loki. Mm, I mean, you know, it's not impossible. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. How far are they taking the show outside of the episode's parameters? So it's like we think that there's going to be some Avengers some multiverse Avengers happening at the end of the season. Okay. But like, we're going to need some big bads and some problems to, to get there between them. And I think it just being Hank being angry at the world. I think that's not enough. I, I feel like this, this deserved to be a bigger thing. Like who stands to win if the Avengers are taken out? Like, I, I think it's more than just like, I'm going to take down everything you care about. I think it's more like, Otherwise, Thor wouldn't have been an issue because Thor wasn't on the playing field at all. I will say Hank was right, though. They definitely would have uh, recruited that pretty boy. Yes, they would have recruited the pretty boy and his golden locks. Yeah, can we talk about Coulson fanboying out? I love Steve. I love Steve. I love Steve. (laughs) Oh, it's hashtag Steve, Steve, Steve. I heart Steve 0704, which is Steve's birthday. Yep, it's his birthday. Fourth of fucking July. Born on the fourth of July. Colson, I mean, he, he likes Steve. <laughs> he also really likes Thor in this, talking about his beautiful hair. His beautiful golden hair. Literally, it's like just so beautiful. He's gorgeous. That is an apt description. He's rotting and he smells like lavender. <laughs> God, it was really good to get Clark Gregg back for this. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, I'll take anything. And that's the thing. Like, there was so many things that this episode had going for it. You mean you had like all the voice actors really like back and like you didn't get uh, Scarlett Johansson, but I think Lake Bell did a great fucking job as, as, as um, Black Widow. So I, that was all fine to me. Tony Stark didn't have enough lines for me to give a shit. I think the only thing that, that took me out voice acting wise were the Rosses. Betty Ross didn't sound like Liv Tyler at all. And no one could ever do Ross like William Hurt. I'm kind of surprised they didn't get him for that. Unless it was him and literally like he's just so old that his voice doesn't sound like him anymore. It wasn't him. Everyone reprised their roles with the exception of Black Widow, Tony Stark, both the Rosses and Carol Danvers. But everyone else, original actors. Yeah, and, and Cara Danvers, again, she had one line, didn't really bother me. Tony Stark didn't have enough lines to bother me. Um, the Rosses bothered me. I think the coolest part, though, about the voice acting in this episode was having Mark Ruffalo voice the Incredible Hulk era yeah, banner. Yeah, the Ed Norton era banner. Yeah. And that's kind of why I wish I really wish we got like Liv Tyler in on that. Because that would have just cemented it. Maybe she'll come back for She-Hulk. Oh, let's hope. I want I want Liv Tyler to come back. I want more Betty in our lives, if that's legal. I think no, no, I think it's legal. We could do TV with her. Uh, yeah, I prop. I th- I don't think the rights would stop that. I think that's why we're able to have a She Hulk show. Yeah, we c- we just can't do a movie without getting MGM. It's Universal. I wonder when that actually reverts. 
I I don't know. I think it's one of those weird, like, kind of in perpetuity things. I don't think it's like a Spider-Man movie where they have to make one every two years. Otherwise, we'd already have Hulk fully back. Yeah, exactly. Because they've made one movie like 20 years ago. You know what, though? Um, Despite it being a little weird that Hank was just the villain, he is canonically kind of a shitty person in the comics. Like, he... We got to see him beat up women, which is something he's done in the comics in this episode. He's got issues. He's He's been unstable in the past. He's been a uh, controversial character. Um, and he's had various incarnations of just being unstable. Yeah. We've had Hank Pym have his problems. And we know that the uh, the Pym particle has can cause various even further instabilities, much less like... Uh, the um the yellow jacket technology yeah which we finally get to see him as yellow jacket mm-hmm. so he built that early and just started murdering everybody i mean the way he like mur- he just murdered hulk from the inside out i mean jesus fucking christ it was a bit gruesome yeah he used one of his like enlarging discs and just made him explode just made him explode just made that heart his heart exploded god murdered mark ruffalo it hurts man it hurts my heart i mean i would have been more okay with him murdering edward norton okay (laughs) speaking of murders did you key in on the clue to who might have murdered hope um that'd be bucky barnes i know bucky barnes potentially killed hope fury decided to hire hope in the first place and there's the nexus event that created this reality so then instead of having romanoff go on that mission to odessa he sent hope and Hope got killed by the Winter Soldier, which means now we have Winter Soldier, but no Avengers to deal with that shit. We'll have Cap. We'll have Captain Marvel. And is that it? Is that all we get? I, yeah, I'm sure other Avengers can still pop up. Like, I'm sure you get a Doctor Strange in this universe. True. It, it's it's fascinating. Just, I mean, obviously, you and I are used to this because we think about we think about butterfly effects and shit all the time. But like Hope joining shield probably to piss off her estranged dad like change this entire universe it's but that's the point with this show one little thing one little thing can change everything we get we get thanos being like no let's 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 garden i don't need to kill everything we cool it's crazy that I, I love this show so much because of that concept this this particular episode i, I think again it, it it really needed an extra 20 minutes of of character development so i'm just not like feeling rushed through the whole process because a lot of characters there was a lot i mean even going up to like loki showing up with his freaking army and joining forces and the whole scene with with him fucking around with hank and you can tell that like that was not nick fury oh yeah instantly yeah like he's joking about shit that in a way that fury would never joke you know samuel jackson did a good job doing a good loki using his own voice did you notice that Loki made himself a little frozen ice palace, like in the movie Frozen? Yeah, he made his little he made his little uh, uh, his little uh, fortress of solitude. It was cute. And then he had the gar- he had the destroyer outside as a little puppy dog. Let it go, let it go. You're never gonna be a successful leader in this planet. Nope. Actually, he will. Apparently, he is he is king now. He is the one in line of the throne. He is king of Asgard. And of Midgard. I'm pretty sure Carol Danvers is just going to show up and like smash his teeth in. I don't know, but but that will start a war and then Midgard will get in between and then who knows what will happen. Because right now he has the entire Asgardian army of the Nine Realms at his fingertips. So the, a war between 
Carol and everyone. I mean, that, that could get complicated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just Loki. It's a bunch of space Vikings and also the nations of the Earth. And I can you picture, like, Loki coming down and, like, using Earth and Earth defenses against her? I mean, like, he owns the Earth. He controls it all and all of its armies and all of its military. So it's like, if Loki's doing that and it's just versus three people, even if Fury gets control of Cap, like, that's that's not... That's 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 a lot against you. I kind of wonder if, like, in this universe, Loki will just rule the Earth and then Thanos will show up and just wipe the floor with him. Could be. Who knows at that point in time what's going to happen next. But where the Infinity Stones are all going to end up without everybody's help. I've said this every episode. Like, this is, as fanboys, we want expansions on these histories. Like, we want to know all the other details. Like, maybe we'll get more information in the upcoming episodes. Maybe season two will even delve into these into deeper ways like it feels like they're doing something very specific where where it may only look like we're getting these glimpses into these almost random realms but they're all very specific going somewhere so i don't think they're all gonna go somewhere like this one i feel like we might never see this universe again and that's okay you don't think that you don't think this was for a specific reason no, this one to me felt more like a one-off than the other two because like we know we're going to get Captain Carter back and we know we're going to get Star-Lord T'Challa back. This one is just kind of like, meh. Like, who are we going to get from this universe? The people that remain are unchanged. They're just, you know. No, I was going to say we could get Fury from this universe. This could be the universe that we need it because if Loki takes control of everything and it's all just hell, like you see, he's he's not working for Thanos in this reality. So I think... We, we're saying we're, in, I mean, we know we're going to get T'Challa from episode two. We know we're getting Captain Carter from episode one. But which villains are we getting from the show as well? So we could maybe get evil Loki from this one. Maybe this is the reality where Loki wins. I don't know. To me, this just seemed like a one-off. It, it, it is okay if that's what it is. I'm, I'm no longer believing we're getting any one-offs. I even think that I, I, I no, yeah, I don't. I you don't. You think the zombie one won't be a one-off? Well, that one might not be. But that's the point. Like, I don't, tr- I don't trust the show is doing anything unintentional anymore. I, I think that the show is is very specifically telling a solid story. We're just being guided through the process as we're, as we're getting our gathering of heroes or villains. Probably both. Yeah, I don't think it's just a single like potential one-off. So. We'll see. We'll see. I could be wrong. I mean, maybe you're right. And we'll never see this episode again. And if so, it was a really weird episode to dedicate a lot of resources to. Because there was a lot of shit going on in this episode. Still no interference from the Watcher. But we did see him a couple times during the episode. Yep. He was hanging out in the background, doing his watching thing. What Do we know what we're getting next episode? No, I, I think after this, we're just kind of going in blind. Yeah, so I until I think like in a couple of days they might drop like a little mini preview for the next episode. Um, until then, I have no idea which one's next. Damn, we have no insight. And we got six more episodes. Six more weeks. Bloody fucking hell. Do you know what I would much rather talk about, though? What do you want to talk about? Do you, you, do you want to talk about the Spider-Man trailer that you finally got and some bratty kid had to show off to his friends and leak it? I mean, regardless, we were going to get it this weekend anyway because of CinemaCon. I think they just maybe put it out a day or two early because it did get leaked. Did you watch the leak? 
No, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't hold sway to those terrorist organizations. Uh, you're better off. I saw the leak because I looked it up after I watched the official trailer just to compare, and it's just it had like weird watermarks, and it was like a someone just holding it in their hand and like recording someone else's. Fun. It was it. Don't. Oh my god, though, I've watched the official trailer like twenty times. Yes, everyone's so freaking out over it. I, I've definitely. I mean, like I knew we were gonna get this. I knew it was gonna go there. I, I've had so much of this particular movie. I feel like spoiled and theorized and everything else. I'm just trying to be like, listen, I, I get it, but I want to enjoy Shang-Chi and then I'll give a shit about Spider-Man. I, I want to enjoy Shang-Chi and then I want to enjoy Eternals and then I'll care about Spider-Man. It's like, I get it. Everyone cares about that first, but there's two other sh- movies that we need to like make room in our hearts for in order to really tell the story the right way. And a TV show. We and a TV show, preferably two, but I don't think we're getting Miss Marvel until next year. Nah, I think I think Miss Marvel's coming early 2022 now. Yeah, but nonetheless, like there's a lot more shit before we get Spider-Man. So let's 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 put things into perspective here, people. Like I get you're excited. We all want to see Doctor Strange fuck everything up because that's what we've gotten now. He's no longer the guy who has to clean up everybody's mess. Now he's just another one of the assholes who's making it complicated. Yeah, I was pretty surprised that it looks like he's agreeing to like do a spell that's going to rewrite a bunch of people's memories or rewrite reality. Like the fuck, Steven? Yeah, I mean, he he did say like listen, we 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 saved half the universe together, so, you know, we're bonded. So maybe he's doing it as such a an extreme favor, but I don't know. There's still something fishy about that too. You're right. There's got to be more more reason. I need as a I just hope they have it in the movie as more like a specific reason why he's helping Peter do this. Yeah, I think I need more. Like there's got to be some sort of ulterior motive or something. It does seem off. Yeah, some people are talking about like maybe it's not really strange. Maybe it's, maybe it's like, Mephisto. Maybe it's Mephisto. It's Mephisto all along. And it's still, oh, it's always been Mephisto. The whole thing was Mephisto. <sighs> I mean, they did drop the trailer on August 23rd. Is that a thing with Mephisto? That's the date from WandaVision that was in the calendar. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. I actually think it was coincidental. So, <laughs> but a cool coincidence. It's really, yeah, really cool, really cute coincidence. And there was a devil in, in the signage in the protest against Peter. He had horns and everything. So, yeah, there's Mephisto there. The devil is everywhere. As long as there's a daredevil, that's all I give a shit about. And there's rumors that that one shot, the guy in the shirt in the police station. He did have some hairy Charlie Cox arms, so maybe. That is a possibility. The daredevil's in the details. Hell yeah. We'll see. Like I said, I'm not I'm not obsessing over anything until mid-November. That's fair. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm going in order of caring at this stage of the game, and I really excited for shang chi like that's i got my tickets it is happening while i'm in atlanta georgia i am going to a theater in atlanta georgia and i'm gonna probably die of a delta variant so i can see this movie opening night i'm risking it all man but that's i i'm so excited for this movie i don't care if i have a con i don't care if i have shit to do I don't care if i have partying to do i don't care if there's a virus that's gonna kill me i am seeing this movie opening night i am Seeing it, I think the fourth. Uh, I, I'm going to try and rent a theater for people to come watch it with me. Well, that's very nice of you. I am not going to have that luxury because <laughs> so I got to see when this movie exists in in the timeline. Yeah, you know, I guess it would kind of suck if Shang Chi is completely like 
current with the Marvel timeline and like his dad like let him go for like 10 years, but five of those years were the blip. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Because I feel like the present day of where this movie mostly takes place is still in the post blip. But I guarantee you, yeah, that some of those years that we're just going to shoot right past or the blip. And we're not going to touch base on that at all. Yeah, uh, you know, I love the blip as a concept, but it really does kind of break the universe a little bit because, man, that would legitimately fuck everything up. And it's like they can't they can't fully address it like they can sort of half address it like they do in like Spider-Man or they did much better in Falcon Winter Soldier. But like they really can't fully address it. Like when it comes to this, because I assume that it would it's a big fucking deal like in this particular family about who was blipped and who was not like was the Mandarin blipped? Was Philippa Giorgio blipped? Was Aquafina blipped? Don't you dare blip Aquafina. No one had better freaking blipped her. I will kick their ass. Don't go for the ass. Go for the head. <laughs> I love Aquafina. But the, the I, but yeah, you're right. There's a lot of story stuff that needs to be needs to be handled and addressed just for the sake of continuity. While we're getting over phase early phase four stuff still, we we still need to acknowledge the blip happened, especially in this kind of story where we're talking about years and years away from home. Yeah, well, we'll see um final thoughts on the episode or on the spider-man trailer i'm excited for the spider-man trailer but i am not getting myself too excited until i finished devouring because like spider-man is almost like a dessert it's a great dessert i'm so excited for dessert but there's like a whole bunch of shit coming and this is like we we got a lot of food coming to this table. We have like two or three courses, but I'm trying to get to dessert like now. I get it. And I get you want dessert right now, but I want to enjoy all the food like that we're getting. But the dessert is Doc Ock. Sure, it's the bomb, but no, I don't care. Like I, I will get there when we get there. You have to admit, though, Alfred Molina looks fucking great. He does. Dude, I mean, like, we could talk about that trailer. We could talk about, like, the potential pumpkin bomb and the, the lizard and Sandman and Electro and all the little appearances of everybody that, that were in there. Like, they were all in there. Like, this this is going to be fucking insane. But I'm trying not to get myself too excited in, because I really want to be excited for everything else that we're getting to. That's all. Like, Shang-Chi has, has deserves the right for me to be, like, crazy excited for it and i don't want to be excited for spider-man until i've done digesting everything else i'm just excited about everything i know because marvel's the only thing that's going right in my life right now i get that but you and a whole bunch of other fanboys are like i'm just excited for everything that's spider-man that's how you're all coming across no i'm i'm super excited for shang chi too you just as as you know multiverse stuff i love it lots of multiverse stuff yes that's why this has been such a good year. We got like WandaVision. We got Loki. We're getting a little Spider-Man. A bunch of shit's going down. Ah, love it. Chaos. Chaos. Pure chaos. And we still have a whole bunch of celestial action happening with the Eternals. And we got the most amazing fucking martial arts film probably ever done in like recent years. On, on you know, on American cinema will be this. Will be Shang-Chi. We're eating good, folks. Yeah, we're eating real good. It's like it's steak tonight. Marvel has prepared us a, a fine meal. <laughs> it is a feast that will leave us heavily stuffed afterwards. And we're going to keep on eating 
we don't care because we're gluttonous fanboys. And then at the very end of it, we'll get a little spider versy dessert. Mm. And at the same time, we'll have the Hawkeye cordials are going to be coming out. And we'll, then we'll shortly have a little, little after drink of Miss Marvel coming in afterwards. We have a lot going on. This is a, an amazing banquet. This is a feast. A feast for fans. And in the process of all that, we still have our Star Wars shit that's coming out. So Star Wars Visions and we'll have Book of Fett. So we have a lot of good content coming. It is the age of the geek, baby. The age of the geek brought to you by Disney, making you feel bad that you support a single conglomerate corporation as much as we do. But here we are. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.